Hey, this is Matt Markin, Academic Advisor in the Office of Advising and Academic Services, and welcome back to another episode of the CSUSB Advising Podcast. We're at episode 25, if you can believe that, and it's March, and many of you have been asking about registration and classes, especially when it comes to summer. Well, we've heard you, and we've asked Veronica Crossley, Senior Program Specialist in the College of Extended and Global Education, to join us to talk about all things summer. Veronica, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Yes, definitely. And, you know, a lot of students have been asking about summer. And so we're like, who's the perfect person to ask? That would be Veronica. So we're glad that you were able to join us for this episode. So let's dive right in. When do classes start for summer? So there's three sessions this year. Um, The first five weeks, and it is technically five weeks. I know a lot of people are used to saying six weeks, but it, it is if you count the weeks, it's five weeks. So the first five weeks is May 31st to June 30th. Well, technically, um, June 29th and June 30th are your finals. And then it's the second session is July 7th through August 12th. And your finals are August 11th and 12th. And then it's the full 10 weeks is May 31st through August 12th, with the finals being August 11th and 12th. Yeah, and I will say I am guilty of saying the six weeks, so I will get better at saying the five-week sessions. Now, are summer classes the same amount of units as classes that are typically taken in the fall and spring semesters? Yes, they're the same classes that that would be offered in fall and spring. So we get the schedule from the uh, academic departments. They put the schedule in and we... um, it's there for the students to sign up, but they're the regular classes. So if you missed a class in fall or spring and you need to get it, summer is available. A lot of students will, um, there's a class they may need in order to take a, it's a prereq to take another class. So to get ahead, they'll take that class, the prereq in the uh, summer, so they can jump right in and get the the second part of that uh, class taken care of. And so they're one semester ahead because they've taken care of that that uh, prereq beforehand. Yeah, no, that's an excellent point, especially yeah with those prerequisites. A lot of times with the science majors, they mm-hmm. have prerequisites. Um, so that's great advice. So for students, you know, please check with your your advisors when you meet with them to see, you know, do you have any prereqs that you might need to get done sooner rather than later? And is there an opportunity to get that actually done in summer? And like Veronica saying, to get ahead. And if so, too, to catch up, because, yeah, if you missed it, that particular class in fall or spring, it might be offered in summer and you can get caught up on that class as well before the fall 2022 Mm -hmm. semester starts. Now, another question that comes up is, okay, well, if I can register for summer, that's great. How many units can I actually Mm -hmm. register for, especially if there's three Mm -hmm. sessions? You can take a total of 14 units during summer. However, you can only take up to seven units in each term. So if you're in each five-week session, you can only take seven per per session or a total of 14 over the 10 weeks. Awesome. That's good to know. And probably a a big question that we get a lot is, you know, I know sometimes I can get financial aid during the fall and spring semester, but is there any financial aid potentially available for me during the summer? So you can use your your regular financial aid that you have left over from spring. So if you haven't used all of your financial aid or your Pell Grants or your um, 
loans if you choose to do that. That can pay you. That's your regular financial aid. So that can assist you in paying for your summer classes. However, um, I don't know how many years in a row we've offered this, but it's at least four because um, I've been here for. And we offer the summer assistance grant and there is no application for that. You just enroll in your classes and then uh, financial aid will determine your eligibility. And then we also offer the gradu graduation initiative grant and that pays 100% of your tuition. And that's for seniors who can graduate in the summer. You can't graduate in the fall. You have to take the class in summer and you have to graduate in the summer. So if you have a spring grad check on file and you're really going to graduate in the summer, you do need to change your grad check to summer or else you won't uh, be able to enroll. And there is an application for the graduation initiative grant. And you can find that on our website on the financial aid tab. You will need to complete an application and academic success in undergraduate advising will review your application and determine if you're eligible for the grant. Once you're notified of the grant, you'll need to enroll and then they will apply the grant to your account. Remember, this only pays for your tuition. So it's 100% of tuition and it only pays for your classes that apply to graduation. So if you want to take an extra class that does not meet your graduation requirements, you won't be paid for that class or that class won't be paid and it does not pay for your mandatory campus fees. Yeah. Good to know. And yeah, that graduation initiative grant, I, I feel like that that has come in handy a lot for students, especially those that are like, Hey, I'm going to have my last few classes to take the last couple of classes to take in summer. Then they're still able to uh, do their commencement ceremony in spring and then still finish out in summer and graduate and then have that grant to help out with covering those fees. And speaking of fees and costs, how much does it cost um, without getting any financial aid? So for the undergraduate fees are $325 per unit. The credential fee is $345 and the post-bac graduate fee is $365. You still have mandatory campus fees that are $239.52. Those are not fees that ex, uh, the College of Extended Global Education uh, charge you. Those are for the campus. They're to use the campus facilities. And um, so that is why those additional fees are charged. And I'd just like to say something about the graduation initiative grant. Mm -hmm. If you are planning on graduating, this is a wonderful opportunity because if you have two classes, you can take up to 14 units. And if you have these classes that you need to take, your tuition is 100% paid. I don't know where else you can find a better deal than that. So if you're able to, to, um, to graduate, I would seriously think about it um, because what an opportunity. Absolutely. 100% agree. That is very, very well put. And when will the class schedule be available? Do you know? So the class, the class schedule is supposed to be out March 18th. That's what I've been told. Academic scheduling actually puts the uh, makes the schedule live, and the date they've given me is March 18th. If there if it's not out and you want to contact me, please let me know. Again, I won't be in the office until eight o'clock. So if you're trying to enroll at midnight, I'm not going to be there. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and I will I will contact academic scheduling. You should contact 
academic scheduling, if you can, to let them know. But if you need help, <clears throat> as soon as I get in the office, I will look into it and see why it's not up. Nice. And like that's a great segue into the next question. And that is, when can students actually start to register for summer? The enrollment appointments begin April 4th. And it goes by your class. Usually it's a special population and then seniors and so forth. And so once you should have your enrollment appointment already soon, if you don't have it now, you should have it soon and you'll see it in your, um, in your, in your student account. And that is your time and date to register, but all registration begins April 4th. Now open enrollment begins April 22nd. So if you don't select your class by then it's open to the community and everyone else. So you'll want to make sure that you uh, enroll before everyone else has an opportunity, especially if you have an early date, you really want to enroll <laughs> if you're yeah. going to, you know, classes do fill quickly. Yes, they do. And yeah, so if you do get one of those high registration dates, please take advantage of that and get your classes. And we might have even prospective or new students uh, coming in for the fall semester that might be listening. So if there is a new student uh, for the fall 22, fall 2022 semester, they might be asking, can I actually take summer classes or is there a certain department I need to contact for more information? So freshmen who are enrolling and who have been admitted for fall 2022 and transitory students, so students who are transferring in uh, for fall of 2022, they're able to take classes in summer, but they have to complete a form. It's called the early starter form. And so when you're considered an early starter student, you do need to complete a form, which is on our website. You'll find it under the uh, register tab. It's early summer starter application that goes through admissions. You will not most likely be able to take classes until the second five weeks, just because in uh, in order to be approved to take classes in summer, you have to have all of your documentation and you have to be fully admitted to the university. They can't be waiting for anything. So usually by the time everyone gets their documents in, it's too late to take the first or full session. So usually take the second session. I also um, want to clarify something because every year we do have this uh, confusion. There is a program called Early Start that is not the early starter student. So the early summer starter goes through admissions, completes this form, they're admitted for fall, and they get to take classes in summer. The early start program are students who are first time freshmen who are required to take a special program in math and English. So if you hear that you are a early start student, Granted, you're going to be directed to me anyway, because I manage early um, start. However, I just don't want you to have to run around and try and figure something out. Early start and early summer starter are two different programs. So I just, there's so much confusion on that and um, students do get passed around. So I just want to make sure that they're aware. And so if someone tells you that you're an early start student and you're a transfer student, you are not an early start student. Well, no, definitely. And I appreciate you clarifying that because, yeah, I mean, it, it happens where you might have some programs that are very, very similar in name. And yeah, that can lead to a lot of that confusion. So it's great that you're able to clear that up uh, for anyone listening. 
And last question is, if students have any questions, how can they reach out? Uh, can you give us uh, your website or email phone or social media? So our website is csusb.edu forward slash summer. And that will have all of your information. It has dates and fees and when to register. Uh, so you'll find everything you need. There's even a FAQ page and that FAQ page has financial aid data uh, questions uh, broken out so you don't have to go through all the FAQs if you're interested in financial aid. So you can go directly to that. So we're trying to make that easier for you. We have an email and a phone line that we monitor every day and we do um, respond to your, to your voicemails. We try and keep uh, both the voicemails and the emails caught up. We do check it throughout the day. So uh, usually you have an answer in less than 24 hours, probably in less than 12 hours. So depending on when you send it, again, at midnight, we don't come in until <laughs> 8 o'clock. So it may take more than 12 hours to get to you. But um, the email address is summer at csusb.edu. And the phone line is 909-537-3978. This has been wonderful and a lot of great information uh, regarding summer. So Yodis, please take advantage of summer session. And just like Veronica said, it could be a great way to knock out a prerequisite, get caught up or even get ahead on your requirements for graduation. And so Veronica, thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thank you for having me. I enjoy explaining summer. I want the students to be able to have an easy registration and an easy summer so that, you know, school's already difficult and with everything that's going on. I do want to mention, though, that mo um, most of the classes are online or virtual. So um, a lot of times you can take your summer and head to the beach if you want. You can even go to a different country as long as you have internet. <laughs> you can go you to go. another country. Just don't forget what the time zones are so you meet. So you get yep. to <laughs> especially yeah, especially if there's like a deadline coming up for taking a quiz or exam or submitting an assignment. Yeah, you definitely want to make sure that mm -hmm. that you're you're on the right time zone for all of that. But thank you again, Veronica, and we'll catch you next time for another episode of the CSUSB Advising Podcast. Take care and go Yotes.